At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Blog Talk Radio. Wake up feeling blessed up, piss who on that dresser. Ain't afraid to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up. Riding in that tester, roasted nigga ketchup. Sipping on that several, till I messed up, like yes sir. Now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange. Like niggas switching lanes, never change, still the same. We fuck bitches, get paper. You fuck niggas on papers. We walk around with lasers, you probably own some tasers. Lame niggas disgrace us, they girlfriends want date us Got different hoes, I'm different hoes, you can tell by my pace though My niggas getting right, smoking weed with dirty sprites I'm going wild for the night, I'm being polite Been a while out for the weekend, me myself and I, my three friends Niggas pillow throw get in least in, ASAP niggas finna sneak in Finger to the critic, me and my niggas drill it You know we finna kill it, ASAP, we drill it you don't really want that Glock, boy. You don't really want to feel them shots, boy. You a B-boy. I'm a black boy. I'm a D-boy. I'm a hot boy. Six shots got me feeling like pop, boy. Party all night, shit don't stop, boy. Drunk as fuck and I'm ready to fight. Follow for the night, fuck me and put a light, boy. I'm wild for the night, fuck me and put a light. I'm going...
2015, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Anyone and everyone. Yes, that means you. Yes, you. Uh, Be you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a fucking total high school nerd who grips the straps of your dumb Jansport backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight. Like, if you are sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom right now just binge eating and picking at your face, Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your new home away from home. You should know that you found your safe haven. Are any of you out there looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that stupid, desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Yeah, join the club, all right? You're not alone. Are all of your friends total fucking assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah, fuck those assholes. It's called real life, okay? And it never ends. It doesn't stop in high school. It doesn't end afterwards. Anyway, is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your text messages, all your Facebook pokes, all your retweets, and or all of your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit, that's disgusting. Oh, no, let's talk about it and figure it out. Do you need a fucking pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legitimate radio show? then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. All right, pick up your smartphone right now and dial 646-378-0649. You can also reach me by emailing me your question or your comment or your thoughts or whatever, all the pertinent information, to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Yes, it's a highbrow situation here at Boy Crazy Radio Studios, and that includes the email address. It's a Gmail account. All right, I'm going to say that again. I'm going to spell it out because Alexi is kind of a bizarre name. Who knows how you spell it? So I'm going to make sure there are no questions about that. All right, it's B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y-A-L-E-X-I at gmail.com. Listen, suppose you don't want to email me the question. I get it. You're busy. You uh, you have something shorter in mind, shorter and sweeter. So tweet me your question or your comment or your concern or your quandary to at Alexi Wasser. And uh, there you go. I think you got all the info. I think you know how to reach me. But more importantly, I like phone calls. So I'm going to say it one more time. The telephone number to get through to me tonight, tonight, Wednesday, May 6, 2015, during the live broadcast of Boy Crazy Radio, which is happening at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just in case you're listening to a rebroadcast, I wanted to make that completely clear. If you're not listening to a rebroadcast and you're listening IRL at the moment, in real time, the telephone number to get through is area code 646-378-0649. And uh, I just want to say, I don't stress this enough, and it's important to me. It's important to Boy Crazy Radio as a whole. 
If you like the show, subscribe to it on iTunes, Boy Crazy Radio. And Boy Crazy Radio is a user-supported, listener-supported show. So if you like what I do and you feel like, oh, that's cool, she gives advice and she does this for free every single week for like five years or something, and uh, she makes kids and me feel less alone, feel free to make a donation because, like, once again, I'm going to say it's true. I just do this for free, and when I do get donations, it's the craziest thing. I, like, I nearly burst into tears. It actually makes my, my life because it's such a special thing. Cause it means not only are you listening, but you care enough to go, hey, I wanted to keep it up, and I want to help out a little bit. Uh, and you can make a donation by going to imboycrazy.com and clicking on the donate box on the right-hand side. You can't miss it. imboycrazy.com. Tonight, I want to give a shout-out to a company called Pom Pom at Home who makes beautiful linens. There's a woman uh, who owns the company named Hildy, and I met her, and she's amazing. And she's actually, she is my, she's my friend, Neve and Rel's mom's friend. So she's like, she's like a mom. She's a cool mom that I've become friends with. And she listens to Boy Crazy Radio. She's totally hip and a babe and a badass, and she's better than I do. And, uh, you know, she's probably way cooler and successful in general. Uh, more so than I am, and, and it's just a treat to know her, and she gave me the most beautiful linens, uh, and so now I'm just, I go to sleep in style. I'm single, I'm a single girl, so what I've done is I've made my bedroom a kind of uh, field of dream situation where if you build it, they will come. Uh, not like I'm trying to go out of my way to like, you know, get married or find a man. I'm just saying, if and when I do decide to bring a boy, a man, boy, back to my house, my bedroom is looking feminine and plush and beautifully covered in gorgeous linens from pompomathome.com. So thank you, Hildy, and I hope at least one person goes to pompompompathome.com to check out the fucking cool linens. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? Not me. It's a mystery. But listen. I'm just trying to make a contribution, okay? Anyway, I'm just trying to share what I've noticed. Okay. Um, I'm going to get to phone calls in a minute, and I'm going to get to emails, but, uh, God, you guys, what's been going on this week? How are you? What's, what is going on? What are you noticing? Four days away from becoming an Uber driver. I swear to God, I'm, like, contemplating becoming an Uber driver. I'm like, I think this could be great life research. I've been asking, uh, I have a project, I have a project I'm doing. It's called trying to earn money. No, it's that too, but... I wrote this thing, and no, I don't want to give it away. But I just think it could be a real weird experience to be an Uber driver for a moment, even though I, I feel like I'd be really embarrassed and, and shy and afraid that I would get murdered. Are there any female Uber drivers listening to the show right now that have been, that like love it or hate it or have been in a weird situation because you feel like, you felt threatened by a guy. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if you've ever, if you're a female Uber driver, I want to hear some stories. I wonder if you're even out there. I'm always shocked. I feel like I'm like gender stereotyping. I, I don't know. That's not even the right phrase. Whenever I get into an Uber and I have a girl driver, I'm, I immediately freak out. Like, 
she's just she's you know one day away or like one car ride away from getting murdered like right after I get out like the next person that she picks up like gonna do something horrible so it's scary I get protective of, of, of other women doing that even though you have all the credit card information and all that stuff it still seems it just seems scary um my plan is just drive just like drive all the way out to Malibu and wait wait for a call and then try to meet a husband. How dare you think that's not a joke? That's a joke. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Oh, God, guys. Listen, it's cold in Los Angeles. The heater is on high at Boy Crazy Radio Studios. It's a blistering, blustery inferno in here. i got to get my energy back up. Okay. Um, we are going to get to the phone calls. We're going to try to solve teens and tweens and 20-somethings and maybe even 30-somethings problems if they even have any. By the time you're 30, you have life figured out, right? No. Anyway, uh, and then I'm going to get to the emails. And uh, I did do fun things this week, and I want to share them with you, but I'll tell you about that shit in a moment. Um, area code 479. Hello. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? I'm Heather. I'm 18. And I'm calling from Arkansas. Heather is not a first-time caller. She is a uh, long-time caller, long-time listener, right? Yes, for since I, I was, like, 13. No way. Are you serious? Yeah, it's been since I was 13, and I'm 18 now. This yeah. is insane. And yet I don't age a day. But I've grown so much reading your blog over the years. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, then you shouldn't have any problems. What's going on with you tonight? Tell me everything. Oh, my God. Well, I just got back from this guy's house, and I just, I like him a lot, and he told me that he's severely infatuated with me, so it would make sense that we would be together. But he's making it really, really complicated, and he's like, I'm severely infatuated with you, but, like, I'm still heartbroken over my ex-girlfriend leaving me, and I'm not over it yet, and I can't do the whole serious relationship thing right now. And I'm like, so would you be jealous if I was going out on, like, dates with other guys? And he was like... Well, I'd prefer you didn't, but I guess you can. And I said, okay. okay, well, then how come it's okay for you to have an okay Cupid profile if it's not okay for me to go out on dates with other guys? And then what did he say? He said um, he's not even, like, talking to anybody on there and that it's all just, like, just like a what if kind of thing. A what if kind of thing. Okay, so where are you at right now? Because I already have advice I want to give you, but what, what's the you mean like story? mentally or physically? Like both. Why did he hit you? What's going on? Um, like I just got back from his house, and um, I feel like I feel like maybe. I just need to talk to him more and, like, open up to him more. And, like, he won't be so confused about 
what we're even doing. But at the moment, like, he hasn't even taken me out on a real date. And I've been, like, seeing him for over a month. And, like, I'll go over to his house and be there all the time, but, like, he won't take me out on a real date. Oh, my God. How old is this guy? 21. He's 21. You're 18. He's 21. And have you ever said, like, here's what I think you should do. I think you should call him up or next time you see him. I mean, I would just communicate this to him. I would say say a few things that you've not brought up. I'm just going to speak on your behalf. I would say, listen, here's the thing, okay? I don't want to... Uh, I, I don't want to beat around the bush. I want to be very clear with you, all right, except maybe leave out the beat around the bush phrase because nobody says that anymore, and I don't know why I just said that. But, okay, you should say, listen, here's the thing. I like you. I know you like me. I know you're going through something, but here's the thing. We like each other. I want you, if you want to see if this can work out, let's give it a, a real shot, and if it doesn't work out, then we'll go our separate ways. And... I want you to take me out on a real date so we can really give this a try. And I want you to uh, deactivate your OkCupid account. But if you don't want to see me exclusively and see how this works out and you want to date other people, then that's not what I want. That doesn't make me happy. That bums me out. And I'm going to go date other people too or I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do, but like, you can't have this weird hold on me because and, and, I feel like you're, I'm being dicked around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you need you need to be really clear. You need to be really clear and tell them all these things because you're not doing that. And then, you know, next thing you know, you'll just be like back over his house having sex or making out or whatever you're doing. And, and he thinks he can just get away with it because he is getting away with it. Because he's not getting away with anything. He's just doing what he wants to do and you're going along with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just um, last week I, I did bring it up to him. I told him that... Oh, I was upset and that I was jealous that he was talking to other girls and he was like, "Okay, all right. Well, let's give this a real shot. I'll take you out on a date and we can we can see how this works." But but then like he never took me out on the date he said he was going to. So, like, you think I should maybe just like call him up tomorrow and be like, "Hey, so how about that date he said we were going to go on?" I mean, that's the last thing I want you to do that's like you're gonna you're gonna make a last play for it and then after that just notice what he does because it sounds like this is what's happening the guy is saying I'm not over my ex-girlfriend I'm on OkCupid but I'm not really on like OkCupid that's so that's kind of like you know sloppy and uh he seems very non-committal and I can relate to this guy because I just got out of a relationship and I feel the same way to the guy that I'm the guy that I'm dating I feel very like rebound like 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 nobody can really get under my skin I can't really connect with anybody because because I'm still getting over my last thing so I'm not emotionally available sounds like this guy is not very emotionally available so I would say call him tonight or wait on it sleep on it call him tomorrow and go hey you know what last week you said you were going to take me on a date I know uh let's do that okay follow through with that so where are we going where are we going on our date and try to like be silly about it and just be like okay remember you told me you're going to take me on a date where are we going to go it's gonna be great. I can't wait. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. then and then and then and then like if he, and then call me back next week and let me know what what he did or he didn't do uh since then because that will tell me like what your next step should be because chances are if he doesn't do that or if he keeps 
trying to squirm out of the relationship and saying certain things that are kind of squirmy and trying to wriggle his way out of the thing with you, then you have to just, like, back off and, and you know, save face and kind yeah. of take, take up on yeah. all the clues, you know? But so, yeah, so give yeah. it one last real shot, all right? All right. I, I just feel like sometimes I feel like he likes me more than I like him, and he's just, like, scared to admit it, but I don't know. Wait, you feel like he likes you more than you like him? Like, no. Like, like, well, I don't no. know. If he like, when a guy likes you more, listen. First of all, if he does like you more than you like him, and this is how he goes about it, that's a bit, a bit fucked up, and that's not ideally the guy that you want to be with. And I know everybody's perfect and they have their quirky ways, and who knows how people are, whatever. Everybody's different. But my thoughts on it are if. When, from what I've noticed, when a guy likes me more than I like him, uh, you know it. He's, like, making an effort. He's calling you. He's coming up with the plans. Like, he's, he, all of a sudden, he's, like, acting in a way that he's probably never even acted. And you're like, you know what I mean? Like, so just take, yeah. take, take it all for what it is. Take it all for what he's presenting to you. Like, he's behaving a certain way, and you have to have your eyes wide open and really see what he's doing, what he's not doing, and how he's communicating with you. And what he's following through with or not following through with, and uh, and then go from there, yeah. and just be honest and be honest with yourself. And and if he doesn't like you and he's not feeling it and he's not over his girlfriend, don't even make it that about you. That's that's a real thing too. And, and so don't take it personally and feel bad about yourself. Just be like, all right, well I tried that, and I'm really proud of myself for fucking stepping up to the plate and taking care of my emotions and making sure I was heard by him and letting him know what I need. And if he can't give it to you, then go cool. Well, I'm gonna go try to find something that makes me happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to call me next week and let me know what the hell happened? Yeah. We'll see okay, how good. this date goes. We'll see how this date goes. It better go. He better fucking take you on a date, monster. Jesus Christ. Um. Okay, a 310 area code. This is very exciting. A 310 area code. That's the Los Angeles number. It's a high-brow Los Angeles area code. Who is this? I'm on the line. You are on the line. What's your Hello. name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Yes. Uh, hello, Alexi. Um, my name is Sean, and um, I'm calling from um, Los Angeles, of course. <laughs> I love it. This is great. Okay, how old are you? Uh, I'm 44, and um, I got some juicy stuff for you. Uh, we've actually met once before, and uh, <laughs> of course I'm using a pseudonym. So, um, But uh, I'm 44 years old. I, I started seeing this, this woman who's 25. She's a model. She used to be in the porn industry. Um, it's moved very fast and furious, and it's been really fun. Um, <clears throat> but then we decided to uh, – I've never done this before, but we just, I decided to let her move in with me. And uh, uh. so, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've had relationships for, like, years and never, like, moved in together. And um, so I moved her in last week, and then um, – I just had this intuitive feeling that something was up, you know, and, um, and I looked on her phone and, uh, well, first I kind of caught her in this little lie on, on Saturday where she was, she did this shoot on Saturday morning and then we were, we had plans to sort of meet up that afternoon and then she sort of said that the shoot went long and, and then she was like, ended up downtown and, and, uh, and, uh, I sort of later that day, I kind of busted her in a lie that she had this, this friend of hers, this other photographer guy had picked her up and they had gone downtown together. 
And, you know, she said nothing happened. And I've actually met this guy before. And I believe that nothing happened. But I had this intuitive feeling that there was there was more to her story. And so I looked on her phone, which, you know, I I just, I hate to do that because it's a violation of trust, but I just had some, this feeling. And I saw this text with this photographer guy that she had, had met up with. And um, it, it talked about that she had to meet up with a client. And, um, and you know, uh, intuitively I thought, wow, this is, this is not a good situation. And so I confronted her about it and... Basically, she uh, is a professional call girl. She like. Oh my she, god. Like, yeah, she like you know she like basically turned a trick like and, and it was about uh, I don't know I'd say like ten days uh, maybe like uh, maybe like a week after we you know we had been seeing each other and um, you know she got paid a lot of money and. How much money? How much money? I have to know. I have to know. For one, for what uh, did she get? How much? Well, she said she got paid a thousand dollars an hour for two two hours. Oh my God! This is amazing. Yeah, and um, you know, keep going, and then, keep going. well, so anyway, I, I, you know, it was it was very shocking. You know, I mean, I've never dealt with this kind of situation before, and uh, you know, I mean, here we are living together and. You know, initially I said, and I was very calm about it. I didn't get angry and I didn't shame her. I, I, I you know, I just talked to her about it. And, um, and uh, you know, she cried and she was very upset. And, um, you know, we, we talked about it. And, um, you know, she said it's something that she hasn't done in a long time and that she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to do that. And um, that, uh you know, uh, she was, you know, desperate for the money, basically. It was sort of an old client that she had, uh, that had contacted her. And, um, you know, I don't know, it's just, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. And I'm just, just to let you know, like, I'm in therapy. I I saw my therapist twice this week. And, uh, you know, I shared it with him. And, uh, you know. What did, uh, what did he say? Well, you know, he said, you know, you're in a tight spot here. I mean, you, you know, you guys live together now. And I, I initially that evening, you know, I said, I, I said, you know, I think, I think that you should move out. I, I think it's not a really good idea, you know. Um, but then we, you know, we continued to talk about it, and she said that she wanted to kind of do the work, and, um, you know, it is otherwise it's been, it's been very sweet, um, but. Uh, I don't know. I, here's the thing: she left for New York today, um, and oh my she's God. gone for five days. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, it's all very like, I don't know, I don't know. I really don't know what to do. I feel like maybe she's the hooker with the heart of gold, you know, and maybe this is an opportunity for her to transform her life. Um, but at the uh, same time, like, the trust issue is is big time, you know. Wait a minute. Did you say also, so you're 24 years old, right? No, I'm 44. She's 25. You're 44. I'm much, and she, I'm much and older than her, yeah. And you said that you and I have met before? We actually have met before, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. We'll put that on pause we for met, a moment. We okay. Met, we met at M Cafe. We were talking to, I was with there, there with a friend, and we, we started the high cap. We had this great conversation about relationships and stuff. It was cool. Oh my god! I gotta go to M-, M Cafe more often, but I can't. I don't know. I oh god! I should. This it is was crazy. A while ago. I, so, 
I have so many thoughts and feelings. I got sick of Zen Cafe for a moment because uh, I was going there three times a day, and they, I, didn't realize, I was spending, like, thousands of dollars there a week. It was insane. And then I got yeah. sick of it. Anyway, whatever. I got sick of it, and the place got dirty, yeah. and it just went down, went down the tube. So that's neither here nor there. Here's, <laughs> here's, here's what I think. This is, like, let's not, I'm not going to talk about, like, the cleanliness or, like, maintenance of uh, M Cafe. Okay. This is what I think. First of all, oh, man, I was just talking about this today with a friend of mine, a guy, about about uh, being a woman and needing money and, and you know, uh, being a prostitute and how, like, if I was, I was talking about all the angles about if I were a man, would I want to be with a, a hooker, but I would, would I would want, want to be with a prostitute. If I were a girl and I needed tons of money, I am a girl, whatever, money's great, would I do that? And I realized I would never do it because I don't like – I don't like the exchange of power where all of a sudden because a guy is paying, all of a sudden he he owns you in that moment. And it's, it's really totally. frightening. And, you know, like for a second, I you know, because I've been offered money to have sex with guys, like people I have to date or just I, I've been in weird situations where they're like, oh, you know, whatever. And I yeah, thought, sure. well, that's, that's flattering and interesting and that's funny. And I, I actually like I thought about it and I came to the conclusion like, no, even though even if they're an ex-boyfriend and I feel safe with them, I don't. I want to have sex with whoever I want to have sex with. I don't like the exchange of, of, of money and power and sex and blah blah whatever. Here's the thing: even if she's turning tricks, that's not even the problem here. The problem is you're together. I believe the mutual agreement was to be monogamous, right? Well, the thing was is that we had we had been seeing each other for like probably only about like five to seven days before this happened, and. You know, Wait, my what? recollection is, yeah, before, well, before, before she, before she had this, um, uh, before she had this, uh, trick, I guess we'll call it. Wait, you um, moved her in, wait, you moved her into your house seven days after no, meeting her? No, 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 it's been a month. It's only been a month. We've really, we met like nine months ago and then we started hanging out, uh, like a month ago. And and it like like the first weekend was kind of a whirlwind, you know. Like we basically spent like five days together in a row, you know. And um, you know, it was super sweet and all that. And then that basically after that long weekend, then that's when she um, you know, she had this encounter. And uh, you know, uh, what else do I say about it? Um, you know, she was you know she was raped at fourteen. She was also raped at 18 by an like a teacher at her high school and there was this whole huge drama like he lost his job and like there was a you know a, it was a big public event kind of thing you know and um i mean like i said she worked in the industry for a long time well a couple of years and um and you know i i you know talking to my therapist it's very common, I think, for women that work in the industry to also work, you know, as call girls. And, um, um, you know, I don't have a problem with the, the, the prostitution aspect of it. I don't have any judgment around that. I think it's really, it's just really sad. Like, it really breaks my heart. And I feel a, a lot of compassion for her, you know, that people put them in that situation, you know, of being really like sex slaves, you know. And um, oh. it's really sad. It's really sad to me, you know, like it's really sad. Well, listen, there's a difference between what she's choosing to do and maybe making these kind of decisions and somebody who's like 
a sex slave. There's a difference between somebody like being drugged and human trafficking or a sex slave or being put on, you know, like forced to get hooked. Or I don't, you know what I mean? Like so, uh, having That's no choice. That's an important choice. distinction to make. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, she she has a choice, but she's like operating on a, on the I don't want to say unconscious level. She's operating on a certain level, and that's fine. It's 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 how she's feeling and how she's coping and what she's learned and how she's navigating like her experience uh, at the moment. And that's that's what it is. And it's cool that you don't have any judgment, and it's cool like you have compassion towards her. But here's the thing, like, what? Okay, so she's already working in the in the. Uh, whatever in the industry in the porn in the porn world or whatever and you don't have a problem with she that has. you don't have she, she, okay no, she doesn't anymore me, no. she hasn't for years yeah okay so she hasn't for years so like you have to okay so that's its own thing that's like you're letting me know she hasn't for years so i don't know what's attached to that if you're like relieved that she hasn't done that in years maybe think about that for a second before i move on to the next thing so mm-hmm. now you're learning now you're learning that she's do, that she just did something that that isn't out of the ordinary that isn't totally a surprise for a girl who's been in that industry to do which is which is get paid for sex so but now she's done this while she's living with you and again you didn't answer the thing what is the what was the mutual agreement of your relationship you're living together but what was what was communicated she she wasn't living with me at the time she didn't move in until i didn't find out until this weekend and i and um and she didn't move in until last last week like like i don't care I don't care. I want to know right. did she cheat on you? Was there an agreement to be monogamous, and did she cheat on you? Trick or no trick? Did she fuck another dude while she was in a monogamous relationship with you? So that's where it's a little ambiguous because after, basically, after the five days that um, that we had seen each other, it was under my it was under my understanding that we had kind of we had made the agreement that we were going to be exclusive, that we were going to see each other exclusively. Um, but I don't, I'm not super totally clear on if it was like that weekend or if it was like the next time that we saw each other, which, which would have been after she had this experience with this guy. So, so it's a little bit vague, but, but since then we have, you know. Well, so here's the thing. If you want to get some clarity on that, you have to be really direct with her and just, and and hopefully she'll be honest with you and go, I want to know. Did you cheat on me? When did this happen? Was this when we were when we were supposedly in a monogamous relationship? And then, whatever that is, that's that's, that's one thing. This, and then the next thing is you've got to you've got to see where you both stand now and go. You know, when you've got to know that if she goes to New York and you, I don't even know if you want to be in a monogamous relationship. Maybe you don't care, but it's, you've got to decide no, what I do you do. want with this. I do. Okay, so so you do. So you so you want that. So now you've got to just make it real clear to her and have a real honest raw conversation and just go, listen, this happened moving forward. If we're going to try to make this work, I want this from you. Can you, can you reciprocate? Can you be in a monogamous relationship with me? Cause I don't want to know your, I don't, I don't, okay. And then, cause you don't want her to be in New York and then be thinking, Oh my God, is she turning? What the fuck? Is she, what is she doing in New York? You know, we, yeah, well, she's, she went there for this, this dinner sort of a, uh, like a power, dinner painting thing that her friend who's a gay guy uh, is sort of a mover shaker or whatever and she had the shirt plan before we met all that jazz mm-hmm. and we had all, we had this conversation about you know like are you going there to meet clients you know are you going there to meet anyone else are you working there and also too she is a model and her and her agent was in New York too so she's going to see her agent as well is um, it a legit yeah, agency? I, a legit agent yeah it, it is it's a small agency and um mm-hmm. So, um, 
you know, we have had this conversation. It's been very clear. I mean, I have a lot of communication skills, and, you know, I've, I've done a lot of personal work myself. So, um, you know, we had a really clear conversation. And she says that she wants to be monogamous. She doesn't want to be with anyone else, and she doesn't want to, you know, have sex for money. And um, she just wants mm-hmm. to be with me and, and, you know, and work on a relationship and, and, and all that stuff. But it's a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah, I totally feel that. Oh my God, and, I, and that's that's a lot. Yes, I get it. Like that's a lot for you to be processing and dealing with. And here's what I think: what, no matter what it was that she did, like whether it was turning tricks, whatever, the the trust has been fucked with. So, so yeah. I guess like if you guys are making an effort and there's some clarity now and you're figuring shit out, like that's all you can do. All you can do is like, if you both choose to, if you choose to ultimately, yeah, move forward and just like, and then if she does something that fucks with your trust again, then you just go from there and you go, okay, well now I really, now we're, now we're done. I mean, if I were you, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in the situation. Maybe one more shot, but I'd probably just be out right now. I'd be, uh, but wait, one last thing. Here's the other thing. I don't know how easily, I mean, these I, I have friends who have gone out with porn stars, like, and I have, I actually, it's so random that I even know anything about these things or have had, you know, uh, experience with friends who have dated girls in this industry. But I have a friend of mine, really uh, successful actor guy, and years ago he dated a girl, and he was madly in love with her, and she was a model. And one day he went, I don't know how he discovered it, but he found all of his cash, and they, he was like, you know, he confronted her. He said, what is this all about? What, what, what is this whole thing of cash, you know, about? And it turned out she was a professional, high-class call girl. And he yeah. said, listen, I don't, I don't know why you're doing it. this. You don't need to. I don't want you to anymore. And she refused to give it up. She goes, I'm not giving it up. I do this. I like it. Yeah. I a lot of money. I'm not giving it up. And they broke up. And she was like the love of his life. And he's like a famous well, movie star guy. Well, this is one reason why I want to call because I, I, I was really, I've been thinking about it. And I'm wondering, like, how pervasive is this, you know, um, with women in the world? Because I know, I know there's websites and, you know, I mean, at one time she had a, like, a booker kind of thing, basically, mm-hmm. like, a pimp, I would, I guess, you know. Um, and, um, I mean, clearly she's, you know, makes pretty good money at it. So, very fascinating at the same time. Like, wow, like, I wonder how pervasive, because I know she has another friend that, that, um, sort of dabbles as well. And, um. I don't know. I, I, she says she doesn't want to do it anymore. She says she hasn't done it in a long time. And, um, you know, she is a legitimate model and, you know, she does get paid to, to do that work. Um, but I don't know, like, it's a real, it's just like it's a totally new territory for me. You know, <laughs> I thought I'd seen it all, but, um, Hi. you know, and I really care about this girl and I, you know, and I, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm falling in love with her and I, I just like, I kind of where you're at, where it's like, I think in any other circumstances, I would be like, I'm done, I'm out, like, move on with my life. But I sort of feel like I want to give her one more shot, you know? Yeah, but just be prepared because because this type of business and the and I'm I'm gonna say some fucked up shit. I've got to find my wording and make it a little bit more graceful and eloquent. But like this type of girl, not to be a dick, but whatever she's gone through, and you said she's gone through a lot with like being raped more yeah. than once, going through sexual abuse. There's there's shit she needs to work out, and and yeah. I really and from from all the love line I've listened to, from all the therapy I've done, to all the people I've talked to, like 
in and around this kind of world, and from what I've noticed, this shit doesn't yeah. go away just be- just because you say you want it to. It doesn't go away just because you're like, oh, my boyfriend caught me, and I got and he got mad. And I don't want to wreck it. You know, like yeah. she'll get a secret. She'll get a, a many more texts. Maybe it's in New York. She'll get an offer that she she feels is too good to be true. That she'll go, oh, one more, ten thousand dollars, blah blah, like five grand, like. It's hard to pass up. Money's hard to pass up. A belief system you have about yourself is hard to stop believing. Like, you know, so the scary thing is you can't control her. You can think you guys are being open and honest, and maybe she is, and maybe she's trying, and I have no doubt she loves you. But at the same time, ultimately, you have to protect yourself because if you're falling in love, you're setting yourself up for a situation that looks like from an outsider and to you, too, even, like a fucking lose-lose situation. Like, you're going to get sucked in, fall in love with this girl, she could end up getting pregnant with your baby or something. And who knows what she's up to and who knows if she can't stop this kind of behavior. And it doesn't mean she's a horrible person. She's, she's just dealing with shit the best way she knows how to deal with it. But yeah. you want that for yourself. So just keep your eyes open and, like, just pay attention. Yeah, that's my – I mean, that's exactly my fear. You hit the nail on the head, and, and I'm fully aware of that. So, um, But uh, I figured it would be good fodder for your show, so I wanted to give a call. Oh, so oh. I appreciate your time immensely. Oh my god, thank you for calling in. This is crazy. I appreciate it. <laughs> and you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe you want to look into it more just for yourself, as far as like, uh, you know, I know you talk to a lot of women out there, so I just, well, I'm really curious, is like how pervasive it is. You know, I think I feel like it, maybe it's more, more common than than people might think. You know. I think it is. Did your girlfriend talk about how she got into it, or is it just from the porn industry? Well, basically through the porn industry, you know, she met a lot of people, of course, and then you know, there's a lot of sort of high roller baller type guys and and that sort of thing. And I, it's I, from talking to my therapist too. Apparently, it's really common for women to, you know, kind of dabble in both. You know, um, you know, it, it just one thing leads to another. You know, and. Um, Clearly, there's a lot of people that are out there to will to pay, you know, pay a lot of money for, you know, beautiful women to have sex with them. So, uh, you know, it, it also. It, it, sorry, go on. Go ahead. No, it just also gets weird because you know, like, I've been really broke. I've had a lot of money and been really broke, and I've run the gamut. You know, where it's like, you know, I don't have rich parents, and I don't. I've had a fucked up childhood. I was never raped or molested or anything. Like, thank thank God, I'm you know grateful for that or whatever but uh my parents are broke uh I've always had to make my own money and not never have I ever you know considered doing that not even stripping and I feel like I've had girlfriends who have stripped and it sounds kind of fun it sounds kind of cool but I, I always thought I'd be too shy and then there are all these websites I've heard about that are like oh god you know like sugardaddy.com or all the all these things yeah. I, I don't want I don't I don't I don't want to give a how-to to my female listeners, like when, when like a TV show would talk about like how to be anorexic or how to be bulimic and all the yeah. girls were taking notes and stuff and they were like right, trying to figure right. out how to, how to do it. But like there are all these things and it's just like, God, man, I'd rather just, you know, be an Uber driver. I don't know. Yeah, me I know too. It's, not as good a, it's scary because, and why do you think it's like, why, I mean, have you ever gone to a prostitute? I have, and you know, and and I I've always thought about that too, you know. I like I I would think I I've never ever I would never you know do that as well. And I, I mean I would rather like sell everything I own and move to a cheaper town or something. I don't know. Um, wait, have you gone? Have you gone to a prostitute though? I have in my past. Yes, I have before. And how was that experience for you? 
terrible. It was always terrible. It was never good. There was never a good always? experience. How, how many times did you do it? Like uh, three times, maybe, total. Three times. And, like, were they all around when you were this, around the same age? Did you go with friends? Did you go to the same person? I want to hear about this. No, it was, uh, you know, it was always the traveling foreign countries. Um, I think, Thailand? I guess, one time one time in the States. Uh, no, let's see. Um, Dominican Republic once, Cuba once, and then here in the States once. And, you know, it's just it's just never what you think it's going to be, you know. And it's, just, it's a waste of time and money and energy. It really is, in my opinion. So why did you, What? how old were you and why did you go? It was oh, like, in my 20s. Yeah. I think, okay. you know, uh, I think it was intriguing and, um, you know, it was available. And uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think, I don't know. I can't speak for other men. But, um, you know, I personally, I, I would consider myself sexually liber- liberated, you know. I mean, I've pretty much tried everything. So, but, but uh, I... I don't know. It was just, you know, another experience, I guess. And why I, I did you... I don't feel great about it, but... Yeah, why Why did you not like it? Or what did you like about it, and what did you not like about it? So I just, I was just, like, interested. It's just interesting. I I guess the the like part about it is just the intrigue and the, the sort of fascination and the sort of taboo of it, I guess. And and the not liking about it is there's, there's, there's no intimacy involved, clearly. And, um, you know, and it's... It's about the money, and it's a time thing, and it's like you know you don't you don't feel special, that's for sure, you know, and and um, it's just uh, I don't know, it's not something that I'm that I'm into at all. It's really Got like, it. It, and the sex wasn't great, you know, it wasn't like I don't know. I think sex really needs to have a, uh, an emotional component to it to to be good, you know. I mean, there's yeah. something to you know, fucking, but even that is like, you know, in the at the end of the day, it's sort of hollow, you know? I feel like if I were a professional call girl, I would my I would specialize in lovemaking. I would be, uh, I would make lots of eye contact. They, they might not like it, but the guys would have to know what they're getting into if they chose me. And I would, mm-hmm. uh, I would hold, I would hold them tight. I would, you know, I would be very intimate. I would think I love them, and then I might just hate them immediately because they're they're coming to me. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I have all these mixed feelings. This is not for you. I, I apologize. I'm just going on a rant now. Anyway. No, it's okay. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, God, where do we go from here? How are you feeling? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad I called. It's great. To, I, I was on Instagram, and I saw that your show was on, so I was like, okay, uh, this is good timing. Think or destiny kind of thing. Well, and so I, I think... Keep going. Go ahead. I just thought no, I would call. No, what were you going to say? Well, here's what I no, want to know. No, I just... <laughs> Why? Um, okay, so I know we're having more like... I know we're having awkward banter right now. It's not even banter. Here's my question. Okay, this is what I want to know. This has nothing to do with prostitution, porn stars, sex for money, whatever. This is just for me, like when you're like you're one of my girlfriends or something, or like an oracle. Um, yeah. Who do, you, who do you think... This is totally separate. I'm single now, all right? I don't know... Yeah. When the next when the next great love of my life is coming, who do you yeah. see me with? Like, who do you see me with? Uh, who's my next love? Who who am I going to have a baby with? Who's my first husband? Ooh, how old are you? Oh God, must you be such a monster? Must you 
I'm sorry. I never ask women how old they are, but I, I think in, in this in this instance, I think it's relevant. I'm, Do you I'm not want to in my thirties. That's okay. No, tell me. I'm in my thirties. Okay, that's okay. That's good. That's good enough. I, I never ask women how old they are. That's a, kind of one of my rules. But I think this is relevant considering the conversation we're having. Um, what's your star sign? It's an, I'm an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. Okay. Do you know your moon or your rising? I think my moon is in Taurus. Um, uh-huh. I yeah, can do your chart for you, by the way. Oh, my um, God. Do my it, chart. Please do my chart. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to date you, actually. I think you're gorgeous, and I think you're smart, and you're funny, and... Um, that's that's another topic we could have it a you know conversation another time. But uh, I think but you have I your hands full. What's that? I said I think you have your hands full right now. You've got a living girlfriend. Oh, You've been dealing with all this shit. You know. But, okay, but completely. keep going. I'm not available you right I'm, now. You're not available right now, but you think I'm beautiful. Uh, keep going. Uh, keep going. No, I mean, uh, you know, clearly you've done some work. Um, I think. I mean, I think women in their thirties are are. Um, exceptionally beautiful i mean i i never i always date my own age i mean like this is a first for me and you know i feel like i'm kind of let's stop dwell let's stop dwelling on the age thing i'm asking you you can keep telling me i'm beautiful and that's cool but who do you see me with i want to know like you are my okay let me let me let me paint the picture for you then he's got to be smart first and foremost he's got to be good looking because you're good looking um, I think with an, as an Aquarius, you probably are going to fit best with like a Libra, like a sensitive Libra, probably maybe a Gemini, but they're crazy, or like fire signs. So like, and I think I, I think Sagittarius would be very cool for you because they're still philosophy, higher mind. Maybe a Leo, but they're a little too demanding and a little too like control freaky. I think you 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 like to have control too. Um, maybe an Aries, but they're just way too selfish. So I'm thinking either a Libra or Sagittarius. Um, like probably your same age, maybe a little bit older, um, successful, you know, like has money um, so you can respect them, um, you know, has good taste in things. You know, I mean, having met, met you, I think you have a good aesthetic. So he has to have like a good aesthetic and quality, like, you know, dress and maybe drive a nice car, have a nice apartment, or a nice house or something like that. And, um, you know, somewhat successful and, and, and a, like a self-made man a little bit. He could maybe come from money, but um, someone that really knows the value of money. I mean, especially considering your background. And um, is, you know, clearly sensitive and done, done some work on himself. You know, maybe, you know, some landmark forum stuff or, or like, um, you know, therapy for sure. Dealt with his parents, dealt with his mommy issues, you know. Um, clearly he's going to have to be good in bed, you know. Uh, nice package, good, you know, good body, that sort of thing. Um, good kisser, I think, is probably important. Nice hands, uh, you know, to give you massages and stuff. And, he, you know, maybe, like, he can cook. And um, I think I'm describing myself. I don't know. Just kidding. This is amazing. <laughs> this, everything you're saying, everything you're saying is completely, I, I like, I didn't, I didn't even interrupt. That's how good everything you're saying was because, Hands, I always notice hands. I, my best friend is a guy who, you know, I dated when I was like 18. He's my best friend in the world, Dallas. He is a Sagittarius. So I love Sagittarius's. I love Libras. Uh, it's, I'm going to, listen, this is crazy. The, the sex, the fit, uh, the cooking, all, everything you said, I'm freaking out. I don't need to repeat it. Everybody and and rom- it romantic, you know, fundamentally well read, well traveled, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and that, and I think that's the kind of guy that you want to have a baby with. Like, if, if that's the goal, you know, or or a long-term relationship, you know, I mean, um, 
if that's the idea, and you're, you're clearly in that the baby making phase of life, you know. So uh, stop, ta- so stop you, talking about my age. I want to have a baby as as late in my thirties as possible. Like basically, I, I think want, that's a great I want, idea. Yeah, please, I think more women should end. do that. You know. For sure. I think too few women like you know they don't live a life and build a life of their own before they start having kids unfortunately but maybe that's okay changing. so wait a minute no I totally agree with you you're right and uh, and I get like not yelled at by my girlfriends but I can tell even though it's 2015 my girlfriends are like when are you gonna have a baby or you shouldn't wear that you know you're you're not in your 20s anymore you shouldn't wear that and they want me to wear like basically like a burqa and I'm like what I'm I'm not doing this and I'm fine not having a baby or getting married I've got too much shit to do but anyway. So when am I going to meet this yeah. guy? Well, that's a good question. Let's see, you're curious. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, how long have you been single now? It sounds like you just broke up recently, right? Well, uh, yeah, I guess I think, we've, I've been, yeah, six months officially. I, I think months. it's important. Oh, really? Six months, seven months, and you're still pining after yeah. the guy that much? Well, wow. We how saw, long did you we date saw. Before? Hold on, hold on. We saw each other. Sorry. We, no, we dated for two years as, as adults, two years as teenagers, and uh, we and we saw each other for the first time in six months, like uh, like a week ago. Oh wow! How did it go? Oh, we just like wept and held each other and cried and. Oh, that's very sweet. You guys really love each other. We Why love didn't each other. It's, it's long distance. He smokes a lot of pot. No, it's long distance. Uh, he, smokes, he smokes a lot of pot. He's, he doesn't want to live in L.A. and I don't want to live where he lives, and it's just fundamentally yeah. we're. But it's like epic. He's yeah, genius. I don't do long distance. Period. Yeah, no That's way. It's not happening. So it's called oh you're God. not available. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm not willing to go there. You really love him, huh? You you clearly are still pining after this dude. No, I'm That's not very still pining. No. Wait, guy. wait. Can you even wait? Can you still hear me? I feel like I'm getting cut off. Uh, no, I'm not pining for the dude. I'm when I was with him, I was reminded like why I don't want to be with him, but uh-huh. I've not met. I've not met somebody that I'm like open to being in a relationship with that was like as epic and romantic and magical as that thing even though my ex-boyfriend I know it's like it's, it's not it's not happening it's long distance and a lot yeah. of other things I'm like I'm not going to say on this on this weird podcast that's thing, okay yeah. that's okay well um so in that six months like have you been spending quality time alone or you've been dating a bunch of guys or what what have you been up to I have been. I love. I love how this has turned into an interview. This is great. You're interviewing me. Um, I love this. Okay. <laughs> I, you I, asked. Fir- okay. Yeah. I, I know. It's great. I did. Um. Okay. So for the first part of it, I was like, couldn't stop crying. I I was really busy. I had to go to New York. I was working. I was doing lots of stuff. But I was gutted. I felt like my arm was chopped off. I've had three stages of this breakup so far. I wanted to yeah. die. Couldn't stop. Couldn't stop crying. Even though I broke up with him. Second phase of the breakup was. I was sleeping with people and dating people, but it was like they were people I knew loved me and cared for me a lot, so I felt very cozy with them. It was like very cozy, like like they were, they were yeah. already a boyfriend type. But that was whatever. Now I finally hit the moment where it's like, oh, I'm I, I'm single again. This is great. I like I like I'm like excited about being single, and I've got so much shit to do. And yeah. that, and I have, my, I have my friends and my family. I've got career stuff. I've got things I want to make and blah blah. So now I'm like alive again. I can, you know, I'm fully yeah. alive. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, that's about how long it takes. Um, <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I'd say keep going, and I, I'd say really focus on on you and and you know your career and getting yourself out like on dates by yourself, you know, maybe or with girlfriends and and like spending quality time alone and really like get to know yourself again. So you know what you want, you know, 
I'm I mean, doing it all. Know. Yeah. Well, that's great. Doing, so then, if yeah. you're doing that, then the universe will align itself, and you'll get, you know, you'll attract what you are, basically. You know. I love that this advice show just turned into like me asking people who call in for advice about my <laughs> life. This is great. This is what a monster I am. I'm a fucking monster. Okay, listen. No, you're not a monster. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this real quick. So I, I left a, a comment on your Instagram while back, and you invited me to write a piece about sacred masculinity and sacred femininity. So oh, I'm gonna, that was I'm you? Gonna, that was that was me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, send you a message on Facebook so then you know who I am, like on no, this call. Listen, I know who you are. I know who you are. And the thing is, we had a back and forth on Facebook, and you asked me too many questions. I got fr- now that okay, I got frustrated because you were okay. I know. I can tell you you got frustrated. No, listen, here's the thing, because I made it so clear. You wrote, I could basically cut and paste. If if Instagram wasn't so fucked up and annoying, I could cut and paste what you wrote, and I could be like, guest post by so-and-so, but I can't do that on Instagram. So basically, I just want you to, like, Mm. say exactly what what you said there, expound on it a bit if you like, and you don't even need any advice from me. You, You already started the thing. You already wrote this epic thing, so, like, I don't, I was just like, God, if I have to keep explaining to him, like it, it, it's so simple, it's hard now or something. Like, just you get it, you get no, it. I get I just it. Wanna, I know, I, you know I do what get I mean? it. And okay, especially cool. if you're dating, especially if you're dating some girl and you live with her and stuff like that, don't you know? Like, you got nothing. You don't need this. You don't need anything for me. You don't need any flirtiness with me or like whatever. I don't know. Not to flirt. No, no, no. Stri- right uh, strictly about board. Strictly about board. You know, I'm not that guy. Sure. I don't like. I don't. I don't cheat on my girlfriend. You know, like I, I know you I, don't listen. I know you don't. You're you're. We have we've been on the phone for about an hour. I I know you're a wonderful person. I'm I'm thinking of somebody else. Anyway, just fucking write a thing and let me put it on the thing. All right, sounds good. Thanks for taking so much time with me, and I I hope you meet someone very special soon that that really captures your heart. Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm in I'm in a rush. I'm not desperate. I'm in a rush, but you know that. But anyway, okay. Um, but man, that was great. I feel like this is like a psychic tarot card shaman esque kind of reading right there god does everybody else feel as good as i feel right now man when did this show turn into just an extended phone call uh of me just talking about bullshit and uh myself and asking people to tell me about me maybe that's what boy crazy radio is every single week i hope not anyway oh man what can i talk to you about um i have a question listen i went to an okay go show this week um, I feel like the, I have a friend named Tim. He is the bass player of OK Go, and he is the best guy in the entire world. And I've never seen OK Go play, which is crazy. So I go to the show, and they played at the Wiltern, and I had no idea. Why didn't you fucking assholes tell me how great their shows are? It was like there was like confetti and crazy lights and choreographed dancing. I went to the I went to see the Thunder from Down Under. Oh my God. Uh, which is like a sexy male dance review. I saw that sexy male dance review in Vegas. Um, and they all do like choreographed dances and like tight pants and G-strings or whatever. The OK Go choreographed dance was like a gazillion times better than the fucking sexy male Las Vegas review. Whatever that means. Take that for what it is, however you want to take that. Um, yeah, it was insane. So I was there uh, hanging out uh, with friends afterwards, and this is my approach to meet men. I was trying to make one of my girlfriends laugh. So 
she's single, I'm single. And I went, hey, check this out. See that guy over there? And she was like, yeah, you mean the guy who kind of looks like uh, Robert Pattinson or Robert Downey Jr., like a mix between the two? And I'm like, yeah, that guy. Check this out. This is my tactic. So I pointed him and I go, yeah, that guy's kind of cute. And I, I look right at him, make direct eye contact with him, point at his face, say those words, and I enunciate them. And I go, yeah, that guy right there, he's really cute. And he smiles, and he comes right over. And my girlfriend was like, I can't believe that ridiculous, uh, you know, flirting tactic of yours worked because it's humiliating. I would never do that, but maybe I'm going to start doing that all the time. He comes over, and he has kind of like, it's not a speech impediment, because I have a list, and I appreciate speech impediments, uh, but, impediments, but, he sounded like he was, like, trying to hide, like, a Scottish accent or an Irish accent. Wait, what is his accent? What, where are you from? What's happening here? Are you from Studio City? What the, what the hell? What's going on here? And it turns out he's French. And that terrifies me because I have – and I need you to, like, set me straight. I need you to agree with me or tell me why I'm wrong, all right? I need you to back up my theory or fucking, you know, metaphorically slap me across the face and go, snap out of it. But I'm sorry. I just have this uh, preconceived, possibly unfair notion that French guys are all cheaters and can't be trusted. And uh, I feel ugly around them. I feel too American. This, I'm already super painfully self-aware. And, it, and when I'm around a French guy, it just gets like a million times more amplified, the self-awareness of mine. But, uh, but I met this guy. He's very handsome from what I can remember. And uh, we've been texting. I feel like my texts are very boring because I've been really busy and I'm not trying to chase anything. And I've been so busy that I've not been like texting any of my friends back or any cute boys back or whatever. Um, not like anybody's really coming after me. It's just this one guy and, and just these two handsome men text me sometimes. Anyway, who the fuck do I think I think I am? Nobody. Um, but yeah, so that's all. that's all. I met a French guy, gave him my number. And I'm terrified. Tell me I'm wrong. Prove me wrong. Maybe the French guy will prove me wrong if he ever texts me again. Um, yeah. So that is something that happened. And uh, man. Man, oh, man. Oh, here's something inspiring to all you loser single girls out there. <laughs> Just kidding. We're fine. We're all fine. I have a girlfriend who looks similar to me, except she's way cuter. Uh, and she's got bangs. She's tall. She's got a. She's got an all right metabolism or whatever. And she got divorced. She had a boyfriend. She had a guy. She had a fiance. Right? She was miserable. She was trying to squirm her way out of that relationship. It wasn't going well. And that's how I met her. I, I, that's. I met her when she was experiencing not being satisfied uh, in her engagement. So then, maybe a year after I met her, we have a long distance friendship. She told me she broke off the engagement. She broke up with the dude. She's single. She's single. She's single. I just got a text from her the other day that she is, she's got married. She's in, she went to Tulum. She went on Tinder. She met a guy on Tinder. They went to Tulum together, which is someplace I really want to go. So maybe the next person I fall in love with, maybe we'll go to Tulum. Who knows? I'm going to put that on my vision board. 
I don't have a vision board anymore. I did years ago when I was single, but then I'd bring guys home and I'd be like, wait downstairs, wait downstairs, I'll be right back. And I'd be like, I'd, I'd run into my living room and my bedroom and like tear down my vision board of like collages of like Alexa Chung and like supermodels or whatever wearing like cute baby doll dresses with like eyeliner on because I just wanted to be like inspired when I got ready in the morning and then and then I think I, would, I, I think I met a guy who like used to date Alexa Chung or something and I think I knew that and I, I was like fuck I must take down the Alexa Chung vision board before I bring him back to my bedroom this is embarrassing this is humiliating um anyway my point is how exciting is that my girlfriend met a guy on Tinder they went to Tulum and they got married. They like hired a shaman. That's fucking romance, guys. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's all I got. It's 10:04 p.m. on May 6, 2015. We all survived Cinco de Mayo yesterday. Nobody got blown up by fireworks or shot by some rogue bullet falling from the sky. So that's cool. Um. Phone lines are open. 646-378-0649 is the telephone number. Uh, and I'm going to get to this phone call. Area code 516. Hello. Hello. Are you an Uber driver calling to tell me what your experience has been like and try to convince, convince me to be an Uber driver? Oh, uh, no. Close, though. That was a very uh, good guess. Um, <laughs> tell me everything. I, um, I am in the Uber capital of the world, which is New York. I don't know if that counts for anything. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. What's your name? How old are you? And you're calling from New York, obviously. Um, My name is, is Vlad, and uh, I'm 27, and I'm, I'm not going to take too much of your time here. I just have a quick question. So, um... I'll get right into it. I I fell into the Tinder trap and I met this girl on Tinder and uh this was back in uh by the uh the end of March and everything was, you know, pretty awesome, like, you know, typical boy meets girl and you know, like butterflies and candy and all that stuff. And we hooked up over the course of a weekend and this was probably about two weeks after we had started speaking to each other. So it was, it was kind of fast. And, uh, after that things kind of started, you know, deteriorating and I wouldn't hear back from her and there would just be lapses in communication and, you know, whatever it happens, I understand that. But then I started getting some messages from her that were kind of alarming saying that she was really, like, despondent and the reason why she wasn't reaching out was because she was depressed. And then she dropped a bomb on me. She was, like, she told me that she was contemplating suicide. And my first instinct was, I, you know, I wasn't that bad in bed. Uh, Sorry, no, but she... (laughs) Keep going, keep going. Yeah, she she was really kind of, you know... Uh, she was going through a lot. Like she's in school, she's 21. She's in school and she lives alone. She's from Minnesota, but she's moved out here for school. And you know her family situation is not that great. I know her her dad has Alzheimer's, and and she, uh, and she was telling me about her ex, who's really uh, what's the word? He's very uh, uh, deprecating. He he puts her down a lot. 
uh, I think the term is is slut shaming or something like that. But she, mm-hmm. you know, she's far from it. I I really do dig her, and I I would really, you know, I I I would leave it alone if it wasn't for the fact that she mentioned that she was really kind of in distress, and I haven't heard from her in about a week, and I don't know if I should reach out to her. I'm 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 usually not the type to to do that. But you know she, what she said really had me concerned. So I, I, I'm not sure. What are you, what are your thoughts, Alexi? By the way, I, I I really love your show, and I love your personality. I think that you're really awesome, and you do give great advice. And that that the right guy will come along. Don't stress don't stress it at Aww. all. Well, thank you, man. Um, what a sweet night. Well, here here's what I pulled up right now for. For you, I pulled up the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline because I feel like you should do two things. You should reach out to this girl. You should you should call her up. You should leave a message if it goes to voicemail. You should text her just to check in and say, hey, let me know you're okay. I want to say hi. How are you? Um, and then while you're waiting for her to respond to your your uh, your call or and your text, because you should definitely do both, I think you should call this number that I'm going to give you and just see what they think okay. because they, they deal with this in a, you know, on a regular basis. So take this number. Ready? Okay. Sure. Uh, it's area code 1-800-273. Okay. Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Hello. Hello. I don't know where you went, yes. so I'm going to say Hello. this number again. The suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is area code one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, and you can just Google it. Hey, Google oh, Suicide Prevention. Can you hear me? Lifeline. You can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Yeah, are you there? Hi. Yes. yes. Repeat the number. Repeat the number to me. Okay, a one eight hundred two seven three eight and two that's five five. Then the rest of it is eight, eight two five five two five five. Okay. All right. Yeah, I I could definitely give them a call and and see. I I I just thought I don't know I I I want to kind of keep pursuing a possible relationship with her, but it, it sounds like she's got a whole lot of, she's, she's got issues that she has to kind of deal with. And, you know, I, I get it, but, you know, I don't know if that's something that I'll be inviting into my life. And I, I hardly know her, but I, I do, I, I understand, you know, when someone's hurting. So, but you know you can always do this because maybe she, you know, if she's not feeling good and she's going through all this stuff and she and she said she wasn't reaching out to you because she's, you know. Is it? Do you just, think it's a ploy or? Listen, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, but, but only you know, and I'm sure you just have to trust your intuition. If, if you don't think it's a ploy and, you know, whatever, you can just, all you can do is what you do. And you can always reach out to her and go, hey, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're doing well. If you want to talk. I'm here as a friend to just talk to you as well. You know what I mean? You don't have to just make it about dating and fucking or whatever. I don't mean to be so crass, but, you know, 
and then and then leave her a message just saying, I know I'm calling, but you sounded you sounded, you know, kind of sad and intense. And I just want to let you know that I'm I'm here if you want to talk to me, and we can always just cream or get a coffee together and do something fun and light. And then maybe you guys can just go on a walk if she does call back and she chooses to hang out. You know, you can't do anything if she doesn't. You just have to leave it because you can't, you know, you can't force anybody to do anything. It's really not your problem. You can only do, you know, this. Just try to reach out and put yourself out there. And and then, you know, if she does respond, then, yeah, just hang out during the day. Be very casual. Just keep it light. Don't try to make out with her. Like, just go, (laughs) just talk to her and ask her how she is. Like, that question goes a long way. Like, I remember it was like two years ago somebody texted me, uh, how are you? And and I realized nobody had texted me that ever. It would usually be like, hey, or hi, or like jokes or silly things. But a text like, how are you? It's, it seems so simple and obvious, but it's like, I don't know. It made me want to say how I was, you know? And totally, just, yeah. I think, I think all that makes sense. And you have the number. So while you're waiting for her to respond to you, give these uh, people at the Suicide Prevention Lifeline a call. Just that way they can kind of, tell you their thoughts and they'll they'll give you wise advice i'm sure totally all right i really appreciate that alexi no problem i appreciate you calling in thank you thanks for being so sweet about my romantic life it's very sweet um oh man well it's 10 12 p.m just in case you guys needed to know what time it is if you're listening to the live show boy crazy radio uh phone lines are open 646-378-0649 is the number are we friends on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser? Because if we're not, we're all missing out, I think. I'm posting stuff to make you laugh. I'm posting stuff to get closer to you. Anyway, I think we should be friends. And plus, like, apparently that matters. So I, mean, I need as many friends as possible. So just fucking do it. No, that's desperate. Um, all right. Oh, man, oh, man. I'm going to take another phone call. Area code 919, because I don't know where that area code is from 919 where's that who is this it's uh north carolina how exciting for us this is so great north carolina what's your name how old are you and where you, uh you're calling from north carolina fantastic tell me everything yeah okay so my name's Allie. i am 22 uh this is my first time listening to your show but i'm really enjoying it Oh, you are? Um, thank God. Thank God. I think it was the call about prostitution and uh, porn stuff. Is that what reeled you in? Yeah, kind of. It's like, okay, well, if she can help that guy, maybe she can help me. Not that big a deal, but I think I've bugged my roommates enough with this problem. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know if I even helped that guy, but I definitely love talking to him. And uh, anyway, okay, so, yeah, let's uh, let's get to it. Tell me what's happening. Okay, so I just moved about two hours away from my hometown, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I'm an only child and I'm pretty close with my family. And I've started dating where I live and I've been on the Tinder and I tried this new app called Bumble. I don't know if you're familiar Bumble? with Bumble? Wait a minute. What the hell is Bumble? How do I not know about it's this? Like, it's like Tinder, but the f- girl has to talk first. And they only get 24 what? hours after making a match to do it. I guess it's supposed to help you weed out the creepers. Wait a minute. Hold on I one second. Let me, get this, let me get this straight. I'm going to write this down. Bumble. Is this only available in North Carolina? Because I don't know how I feel. What, is this some kind of – is this – wait. Is this anti-woman or pro-woman? I guess I can't tell. I think it's pro-woman. It's a, hmm. it's a good thing. 
But no, it's not just in North Carolina. Okay, keep going. So I met this guy, and he's pretty much everything that I have tried to stay away from my entire life. Uh, Marine, big, buff, macho guy. I'm into computer nerds and musicians. And I don't know what it is about this guy, but he chased me from Tinder to this Bumble app. And at first, the first, like, three weeks of this relationship was great. Um, He seemed totally normal. And I still think he's normal, but I'm trying to explain this. Um, He's just kind of weird, and I don't know... If I can explain this, oh God! Um, no, you're doing great. Listen, just breathe. You're doing so great. I'm loving this. By the way, you just taught you just taught me about a new application called Bumble, where a woman has to engage first within 24 hours of being matched with somebody. That's fascinating. You just made my life better. So don't just take a deep. Okay, hold on. Take a deep breath. We're gonna take a deep breath together on the count of three. Okay. One, okay, sounds good. Two, one, two, three. Inhale. <gasps> Okay, then we're going to do a deep exhale. One, two, three. <sighs> Perfect. I feel better. Okay, that gets us to your dating. Okay, you're usually into musicians and computer nerds and skinny kind of guys or, you know, like like a Thomas Middleditch from, uh, from Silicon Valley kind of vibe, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's my dream guy. So then then <gasps> you meet this hot, then you meet this hot, buff, sexy dude, and you're like, he's a Marine, and you're like, well, I guess I'll try this. And by the way, sounds fucking sexy as fuck also. Um, and on the side note. He's the prettiest he's guy like, I've ever gone out with. I bet he is. <laughs> I, I, don't mean, I don't mean to freak you out, but this is on a side note. Just since you think Thomas Middle, this is your, you know, dream guy. I just interviewed him for my Alexi in Bed series. And I have like, it's a 14-minute interview. That's the extended, uncut interview. And you're going to love it. You're going to freak out because I... I make him answer questions for all the girls that have crushes on him, and he reveals all this yes. stuff. You're, you're going to love it. Anyway, okay, so you're dating the Marine for three weeks, and it's going great, and then what happens? Oh, I, I think I've fallen in love with him, but the more that he shows me, he's a very stubborn individual. We, we go on dates. I think he's the greatest gentleman I've ever been out with, but he will not for any reason use the word girlfriend he uses the word dating um seeing each other he met my parents uh before he starts using the girlfriend word so in my mind he's my boyfriend right that seems Mm -hmm. pretty normal i mean this has been going on for two months we're now two months into this and he's met my family and he's made this big deal about you know he doesn't have family here because he's a marine he's from california but I've met all of his friends, and he's never introduced a girl to his friends. Um, but he he's told me recently that he was engaged to a girl in California. And when they broke up, his sexual number went from 6 to 42 in three years. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not a person who thinks that a number defines you in any way, shape, or form. But that jump has made me question what the hell he wants to do with me <laughs> and why I have supposedly stopped this 
trend of he used to get laid by a different girl every weekend. And I know that this is partially my own self-esteem issue, but I've never been with anybody that has so many girlfriends, so many ex-girlfriends, and really likes younger girls. I feel like I'm one of his horde. Wait a minute. How old? Wait, he, he's, he's dating other girls that you know of? Wait, how old is he? 30. So he's eight years older than you. Okay. And then who are these other girls that you just mentioned? He recently, about six weeks before we met, started dating a girl or ended dating a girl who was in a sorority at the local university um, a year younger than I am. And I guess she kind of broke his heart type thing. I don't really know. He says he's never been in love before, but he's been engaged. Listen, here's here's what I'm thinking. There's a lot of stuff happening right now. You're like, you're 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 doing a lot of uh, detective sleuth work. You know, you're just you're trying to figure out how many girls there are and how he used to feel and if he's ever been in love and what he said and who he's called a girlfriend and if he's brokenhearted and how many girls he slept with and all this kind of information you're you're compiling. And the bottom line is, let's get back to you and this guy. And you've got to decide what you want. And you said that you, you're falling in love with him or you think you're falling in love with him or you are in love with him or you were falling in love with him, but he won't call you his girlfriend. So apparently that means something to you. You want to be exclusive. You want to be monogamous. And so right now he's not being monogamous, right? And that's why he doesn't call you his girlfriend so he can have the option to date other people. Am I right? I think that that's what it is. And here's the conversation that we've had together I decided when I started dating him, I was going to do everything completely opposite than what I've done in the past relationships. No games, no, um, that's it, no games. And I've been very straightforward with him. So two weeks ago, I called him up and I said, hey, could you just stop by on your way home from whatever you're doing? I just want to talk to you about some stuff. And talking to him is like talking to a five-year-old when it's anything more serious than the weather. Um, But basically I said, you know, this whole situation with the former girls has really driven me crazy. It's made me question everything about myself and why I, of all people, you've picked to stop, because I don't really think that it has stopped, but he says that it has, the sleeping around and whatever. Um, I feel like I can't go visit my family for a weekend because all I'll do is sit around and wonder what the fuck he's doing. So um, I'm talking to him about this, and I said, why won't you just call me your girlfriend? I don't understand why you'll say dating, but you won't say girlfriend. And he says he's not sleeping with anyone else, so why are we so afraid of this word? And I brought up the, do you not say it because if something happens, you want to, is that your get-out-of-jail-free card? oh, I slept with her, but you weren't my girlfriend technically. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like I wasn't really getting an answer other than I'm not sleeping with anyone else. And I don't know know why it's not good enough for me. (laughs) It's not good enough because something is being left out. And here's here's very something. This is fascinating. The, The fact that there are a lot of calls coming in tonight that have to do with things that I was just talking about with my friends on my own time. So, uh, like the guy who called in and was talking about his girlfriend uh, was turning tricks. I was just talking about, you know, prostitution and, and girls, like, you know, whatever, doing that. Anyway, I was just talking about that earlier today. 
I was just talking about what you're calling it about. I was talking about that two days ago with an ex-boyfriend of mine, and because he was experiencing that with a girl he's dating. She doesn't want the label. And I am dating a guy who asked me to be his girlfriend recently, and for a second I said yes. This was very recent. This was probably like a month ago. And then I got really weird. I I freaked out, and I went, no, 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 I can't. We have to get rid of the label. We have to get rid of the label. So here's – it's Allie, right, Allie? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So this is perfect because I'm going to give you my take because I'm acting like you're the guy you're dating right now. And here's why I'm, I, I feel like the label actually does stress me out. It makes me feel like, oh my God, now I'm obligated. I'm locked in. Yeah, I can't look around. I, I have been in a relationship recently, you know, or even if it's six months or seven months ago, I was in one. I'm still getting over that. I am not ready. I'm not ready. And it doesn't, Maybe that I'm I, I'm not. It might be because I want to be able to have my options open. Yes, and I don't. Maybe deep down I know that this new guy that I'm dating is not right or something. But all I know is there's a there's. If I don't want to say the, the label, I don't want to have the t- the label boyfriend, um, and girlfriend. It's because it freaks me out. And and if that means something to you. Because, yes, there's a definitely get-out-of-jail-free card kind of aspect of that for sure. For sure. If I went out of town and I, like, made out with somebody else, I wouldn't feel bad about it because I'd be like, well, I told him I couldn't be locked down. Like, he knows that there's a disconnect. He knows that I'm not – you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and even, my ex-boy, even my ex-boyfriend on the phone yesterday, like, he's a friend of mine now, but we broke up, like, years and years and years ago. He said to me, he said, if – we had a weird situation. He said, if years ago you didn't want – because I didn't want to be his girlfriend either, the title, years and years and years ago. He said, if I had said, okay, let's keep dating without the title, without the label, would you still have been monogamous? Does the title mean you can still be monogamous, but just the title freaks you out? Or is the title linked with monogamy? And I was like, oh, no, I still would have been monogamous. But you know what? Maybe I'm lying. Because you can keep your eyes open. If you don't fully commit yourself another person you feel like okay well they know we're in this verbal like open-ended area i can keep my eyes open i'm technically not doing anything wrong if i meet somebody if i'm having a flirtation if i'm texting you know you might they not may might he might not be fucking anyone else but he knows still open to the world and bottom line is all that aside i'm, I'm just like jibber jabbering whatever overall the thing the thing is you seem very bothered. You want to be monogamous with him. You want to be his girlfriend. You want him to be your boyfriend. So it is a bummer for your ego to not be on the same page and have it be reciprocal with the guy that you're falling in love with. It, it's, it's hurtful. Mainly it's your ego and it's fear because you might lose him and he might go somewhere else. If you, can be, if you can get past that and stop getting hung up on the label and just fucking sit back and chill out, and be like, hey, I like having sex with him. Even if he were to flirt with other girls or he has to keep his eyes open for him, I'm okay with that. I can I can just reroute my attention and hang out with my family and, you know, flirt also and keep busy and worry about my career in school or whatever it is you're doing. Then cool, do that. But if you know yourself and you know that you don't like that and you feel disrespected or your ego and, and all that shit is like can't handle that, then tell him go, listen, I I put myself on the line for you. I like you. I love you. I'm falling in love with you. I don't want to be with anybody else. I'm happy to have a label. I'd be proud to have a label. I wish you would felt the same way 
that I do. And the fact that you don't bothers me. It hurts my feelings. So think about that and think about what you want from me because this is what I want from you. Can we agree on something? And if not, then you've got to be ready to, to have him say no and walk away. You know, so you've got some thinking to do. Yeah, I definitely do. I just, I think that as we get older, the word dating, the lines get a little blurry. You know, you can be dating multiple people where at 22 and, you know, amongst my roommates and my friends, dating is, I'm dating one person. But in my mind, dating is, I'm dating a few people. I'm going out with a few different people and there's nothing wrong with that. But I've picked one. And I think that it might be because he is so far from my type. I've never been with a guy that I felt like could replace me instantly. Mm. And I feel like that's well, just weighing on me. Well, you know what? He is eight years older than you, and there is a big difference. You know what I mean? Like, as mm-hmm. smart and deep, as smart as you are and as deep as you are and thoughtful as you are, and I can I can hear all that just from meeting you for the first time right now over the phone – he, you know, I'm seven years older than the guy that I'm dating right now, and I feel that age difference. And he doesn't, and I feel it, and I know it, because 30 is different from 22. Girls are more mature, so maybe you're closer in spirit to this guy, and guys are more, you know, immature than girls, whatever. But that is a hefty age difference. And I, I could understand him being like, oh, you know, She's younger. I, I don't take this as seriously as, as maybe she does, and I wish I did, and I can tell him I'd be affecting her, but he's 30 and you're 22. He could also turn around and just love you. You could be the guy who's 30 and you could be 22, 23, and you guys could just, you know, be crazy about each other and on the same page. Seems like you guys have a disconnect and you're trying to tug at this guy to get what you want, and it's not flowing. You know what I mean? Like there's a disconnect. That's why you're – anytime – I really honestly believe this because I've gone through it. Like I'm – I'm giving you advice based on things I've experienced, you know, like when I was in my long distance relationship or I felt like I wasn't getting enough or I felt like, Oh, like I miss you when you coming back to LA or like, Oh, like we're on different time schedules. And like, I, you know, I, I want, whenever I felt like I wasn't getting enough, it turned into this weird thing of like, I just felt like I was just psychically tugging at something like, cause the end, but it wasn't, it wasn't naturally flowing. wasn't, it wasn't easy, and I was just, like, tugging, trying to make something work. And I was just talking about it to all my girlfriends, blabbing about it to anybody who would listen, in pain. Like, literally in pain, because this shit would weigh on me. And that's what you're going through right now. It's you're, mm-hmm. you're, You know you're struggling, and, and you're, you're tugging at something that's not doing what you want it to do. And I know that feeling so well. I totally know what you're going through. So just sit with that for a moment. And then when you're calm and you're not pissed, you're not angry and you're not mad at him for not being and doing what you want him to do, have a conversation with him face-to-face as calm as possible and go, this is what I want. This is what I'm noticing. I just need to ask you, what are you capable of and what do you want with me? And then hear what he says and then go from there and take that in, let it fucking process and digest and then you might have to end the thing. And you have to be ready for that. But at least you know that you're taking care of yourself. And I said this to another person earlier tonight, like Heather, I think it was, like, you know, it's not, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean you suck or you're not cool or he could replace you or blah, blah. It just, if anything, 
it means that you're taking care of yourself because you're identifying something that doesn't work for you and you're choosing yourself and you're protecting yourself and you're holding out for for something that's reciprocal, that's better, that's easier, that's lighter, that's more fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely so. agree. So you got all the advice. Take that shit in and then let me know next week what you end up doing. By next week, you'll fully have an answer, okay? I will. Thank you so much. Okay. Oh, and I really loved your little piece in uh, Girl Boss. Oh, That's thank how I found you. your Twitter. <laughs> Big oh, fan. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm a, I'm a bridesmaid at her wedding. I'm very excited. Oh, my God. My dream. I <laughs> She's know. Great. So You're great. This, this is great. I know. She's the best. I love Sophia. Sophia Amoruso was shouting at Sophia. Anyway, okay, I love you. Call me back next week and let me know what happens. Um. Yeah, that's whose bridal bride, bridal shower. No, yeah, bachelorette party I went to where we saw the thunder from down under. It's all over Instagram, guys. It was super fun. We're like a coven of witches. We're like a coven of witches in Las Vegas laying by a pool in a cabana, like wearing SPF 100. Anyway, uh, I'm going to wrap up the show unless other phone calls decide to trickle in. Telephone number is 646-378-0649. Phone lines are open, as they say in showbiz, in Tinseltown or whatever. I don't fucking know. Oh, man. Listen, I'm going to wrap up the show right now because we've said it all. We've done it all. We've said it all. I've thought all the the thoughts I could possibly think of. Um, I have more stuff I want to tell you. I can't remember right now. Here's the deal. I'm going to remind you to uh, subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Tell all your friends. Get people to call in. Tell your boyfriends to listen because I'll give them good advice and make them treat you better than, they, than they're treating you now. Get your dumb girlfriends to call in because I'll make sure that they uh, treat you guys well. So listen, this is open to transgender couples, uh, bisexuals, uh, gay dudes. I prefer gay men anyway because they're the dudes I don't have to sleep with. They're just my fun boyfriends so I can walk around with and gossip with. That's rude. That's like stereotyping gay guys. I'm not just walking around gossiping all the time, like Stanford Blatt from Sex in the City. How dare you? Anyway, um, so, yeah, subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Um, again, Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported podcast. Masquerading is a legit radio show. So if you like what I do and you think the advice is good and you love me or you hate me or you just want to do something to let me know that you're out there and you're supportive and you uh, want to make a donation, that would be so epic and I would appreciate that so much. Um, because, yeah, I don't even know who's out there sometimes. I don't know if you're listening. I don't know if you care. So donation helps the whole process. Um, yeah. It goes a long way over here at Boy Crazy Radio Studios. And you go to, in order to donate, you go to imboycrazy.com and you click the donate button on the right hand side of the website. Thank you so much, you guys. Uh, another amazing night. I'm sure I saved lives left and right. Uh, I mean, who knows? Anyway, thanks for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by imboycrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday. And every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to listen and call in to the live show. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and everything else uh, on the interweb at Alexi Wasser. And uh, you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon's 6 gigs for $60? 
30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.